This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Thursday, December 29th. Much of Southwest Airlines' schedule into and out of Atlanta remained disrupted Wednesday after a meltdown of the low-cost carrier's operations created chaos at airports across the nation, and the ripple effects for travelers could last for some time. More than two dozen Southwest departures and another two dozen arrivals were listed as canceled Wednesday morning on the Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport website. Nationwide, Dallas-based Southwest canceled more than 2,500 flights Wednesday, or nearly two-thirds of its schedule. The carrier has canceled about 11,000 flights Monday through Wednesday, FlightAware data show, and more than 9 of 10 canceled flights in the U.S. Wednesday were Southwest flights. Thursday isn't looking much better. According to data from FlightAware, more than 2,300 flights, or about 60% of Southwest's schedule, had already been canceled for Thursday. In other news, while most Metro Atlanta drivers have been cruising downhill, enjoying a steady and smooth drop in the price of gasoline, anyone who runs a rig on diesel has been chugging along in a much steeper lane. Prices for both have fallen since the painful peaks of June, but gas prices now are below their levels of a year ago, while diesel still costs about $1 a gallon more. Some of the impact at the pump flows downstream, since many trucking companies have fuel surcharges built into their contracts, compelling customers to pick up at least part of the tab. Sandy Springs-based UPS, which delivers tens of millions of parcels each day with one of the world's largest trucking fleets, has surcharges based on weekly reports on fuel prices by Energy Information Administration. For companies and consumers alike, the cost of fuel is like a tax on activity, adding to the expense of shipping, travel and commuting, as well as manufacturing. And for the overall economy, the cost of fuel is a headwind, a burden that can slow growth, hamper hiring, raise prices, and, if that cost stays high long enough, sweep the nation into a recession. Up next, a judge granted bond Tuesday to six people who face domestic terrorism charges following protests at the planned site of Atlanta Police's new training center. The defendants, who deny all charges, are part of the Defend the Atlanta Forest movement opposing the police center, which detractors call Cop City. They were arrested December 13th, following a standoff and altercation with GBI agents and Atlanta police officers. The defendants are accused of throwing rocks and glass bottles, resisting arrest, and possessing pipe bombs and trip wires. The incident prompted prosecutors to pursue domestic terrorism charges, a rarely used 2017 statute that resulted from the massacre of nine black parishioners in Charleston, South Carolina, that can carry five to 35-year prison sentences. During a virtual bond hearing, prosecutors and defense attorneys argued over the validity of the charges for more than 90 minutes. And two weeks before the RICO trial against alleged gang Young Slime Life is set to begin, a seventh defendant has entered a negotiated guilty plea. 41-year-old Antonio Sledge pleaded guilty to conspiracy to violate the Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. He was sentenced to 15 years on probation. As part of the guilty plea, he agreed to testify truthfully if called upon to do so at trial, possess no guns, commit no criminal acts, and submit to random drug screenings. If he tests positive for any drug, he is to enter drug rehab within 30 days. The guilty plea on the gun charge can be withdrawn if he meets the conditions of the deal after the trial. Spoken Layer